Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Now let's get into the show. Is your imagination feeding your anxiety? Oh, imagination. Oh, people with anxiety have amazing imaginations. The creativity in those minds is awesome. The problem is sometimes it gets turned against us. So what is this thing? What is this imagination? Where does um, worry come in? I wanted to talk about worry because worry comes out of our imagination. I just didn't know quite where I wanted to begin this. But the worry comes out of the imagination. And worry is not particularly a bad thing. I almost was going to call this podcast the lighter side of worry or something, but I don't want to encourage anybody to worry anymore. Uh, It seems to come quite naturally to most of us. So worry is a tool for survival. Again, most things that go awry started as a decent thing, as a way of keeping us alive or safe. And worry is one of those things. It's a tool for survival. It is why we are who we are on this planet today. Um, We don't run faster than a lot of things. Uh, We can't, we can swim pretty good, but a shark will get us. And we certainly don't fly without the aid of a plane, but um, we can use our imaginations. We have imagination and worry was part of the imagination that told us about something that might go wrong. And it's um, also a way, uh, so it can project into the future of like, oh, this might happen or oh, that might happen. Better think about it and plan around it. But it can is also another form of worry is that rumination. Is it gone awry? But thinking things over and over and over and over. Because quite often when we think it over a number of times, We come up with a decent solution or an answer. But when we do it over and over and over and don't know when to let go of it, it becomes a problem. So you can see where the worry, even the projecting into the future, is a a good thing. It's planning. It's making uh, safe choices, thinking ahead. And it's also letting something come over and over again so that we can figure out an answer. It's not a problem unless we let it go too far. So with our imagination, um, 
Again, it it is the thing that separates us from other forms of life, right? We can think into the future. We can plan. We can have flights of fancy in our own minds. But we can also create a hell up there, which some of us are quite familiar with. It's a powerful force, this imagination, and we don't give enough attention on how to use it. It just seems to just run amok. And if you're not putting it into creative use, it might be just going into the dark depths because that's what we do. We tend to want to be safe. So because we want to survive. And so we go and looking for trouble and that can take us down the wormhole. So worry now we know is a function of our imagination and without imagination, we wouldn't worry. Well, there are some people that thought that was a good idea. And it was um, Martin Rossman, uh, Dr. Martin Rossman, who said, without imagination, you would not worry. And that's what a lobotomy is and some medications. So let's look at that. We don't want to worry, but we don't want to not worry. Because if we take the worry out, we lose our imagination. We lose our creativity. And we don't want to be like that. We, we want to be able to have those thoughts. It's what keeps us going. It's the creativity. It's the juice in our life. So before we go to a lobotomy or medication, which I hope nobody here is even having to contemplate um, the lobotomy piece, I hope that you can take lifestyle changes and max max them out so that you can have the life that you have always wanted to have. Because with our imagination gone, or greatly subdued, which might happen with medication, uh, we, w- we don't worry. We, uh, we wouldn't worry. And you wouldn't do a whole lot of other things either. Imagination is where our creativity begins. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. 
So we want to remember that we, and only each and every one of us as an individual, is in control of this. This functioning in our lives, only we as individuals can control it, whether we like it or not. I can't do it for you. You can't do it for me. And even if you're on medications or, um, uh, you know, taking other steps that, uh, which we'll talk about distractions in a minute, if you're doing those too, to take yourself out of the worry, they don't, they don't work for the long term. They just don't. So let's look at that. We try to go for relief sometimes. We get crazed out with this imagination. It takes us down the wormhole. It is the thing. Those thoughts can make us cray-cray. We're down the wormhole with anxiety, keeping ourselves in the fight or flight mode with the adrenaline flowing, keeping the fight or flight mode going, which only makes more adrenaline come. We can't seem to break the cycle with this wild imagination that we have, this worry imagination. So we try to go backwards and look for relief. And sometimes the relief is making ourselves unconscious. And that is really, in the long term, not useful. We overdrink, we overmedicate, we overeat, we undereat, we drug too much. And all of this is done in hopes that it'll give us some relief. And I know some of you out there very closely um, because you are clients and I know the struggles. I've watched these struggles for many, many years. I knew what my own were. We look for relief. We want to be taken out of that wild imagining of worry. And we don't even know it's our imagination. And our body really doesn't know it's our imagination. Our body thinks those thoughts are real and is reacting quite appropriately to those thoughts. So our... Our ways of looking for relief are not often um, useful for the long term. It just won't get you to where you want to go. So we want to watch what we're doing for distraction, okay? Because often, even our distraction that started as a healthy one can take us, if we don't do it with consciousness, if we go unconscious with it, the next thing we know we're doing um, repetitive activities. We're becoming obsessive compulsive about things. So the key here is being conscious, being aware. Because that imagination is often used to scare us, right? It scares the heck out of us with repetitive thoughts, with troubled thoughts, intrusive thoughts, wild thoughts that we can't even believe that we, who is the person thinking it, could even think that. It seems absurd. And so that's where we then we become worried about our thoughts, about our thinking. We become worried about the past or the future. And we're not being in the present moment. Again, what is the healing for this? The cure for this is being aware, being conscious, And that requires us to be in the present moment. And here's a curious thing we want to think about. We want to be able to use our mind to use our brain. We want to do this consciously versus 
being carried along by uh, habitual and destructive thinking, which is what I call worrying. We want to do be conscious, and then our mind, our thoughts, can help us to use our brain because the thoughts that we think form how our brain works. So if you think your thoughts are just um, not anything that need to be uh, tended to, you're going to have a garden, a mind garden full of weeds because it will just run amok. And like I said, because we tend to go towards safety, so we will start to see all kinds of imaginings in every shadow. We want to be able to think a little bit more consciously and use our mind, say, no, I'm not going to think that thought. I'm going to think this one. We have to take control. And this is the place, again, where only we can do it for ourselves. Nobody can do it for us. And no uh, amount of distraction can do it for us. No medications can do it for us. We are in control. We have, have our hands on the wheel of this ship. Some of the types of uh, worry that come up, I, I'll touch a little bit on distract, distraction worrying in a minute, but first I want to mention magical worry. And I had this. I used to do this. I don't think I do it anymore. If I do, it's slipping by me. But I used to have the magical worry because, you know, the reality is, and if you can test this out for yourself, you can write down on a in a journal the things that you are worried about today. Write them all down, and in a month or three months, look back on that list and see what ones happened. The reality is that most things that we worry about usually don't happen. That was very true in my life, and when I had anxiety, and the things I was worrying about, they did not happen. So there's a little twist to this, because then our mind begins to think, well, perhaps if I worry about it, it won't happen. And that's the magical worry. It won't happen if I worry about it. And then the distraction worry. This is worrying about um, some things, and it prevents us from focusing on what needs to be dealt with. And I'm sure we have all um, run into this. We worry about something that is either going to be in the future or was in the past, worrying that we said something wrong or ruminating. And we have something either within us or right in front of us in the real world that needs to be taken care of, that needs to be tended to. And we don't do it because we are stuck in this distraction worry. We're distracted from what needs to be done. So what do I mean when I say this? Well, we have things in our lives that need to be dealt with in our mind, in our subconscious, in our conscious mind. And when we get quiet, quiet in the mind, when we are focused in the present moment, emotions begin to bubble up. This is often why in... um, places where you go and you're actually making a point to maybe share with someone what's going on with you and you really make a connection with them and you are truly in the present moment, it's like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed with feelings and emotions. It's because you actually touched in to the present moment and the emotions begin to bubble up. 
These are emotions that may cause feelings, um, uncomfortable feelings, even anxious feelings, but they do need to be acknowledged and they need to be felt. And that's how we deal with them. Most of the time, we don't want this to be happening. So we stay distracted with worries, repetitive thoughts about the past or the future, simply just imaginings. So that is what I mean when I talk about distraction worry. Notice it for yourself. See if you have magical worry or distraction worry coming up for you. Keeping so many emotions pushed down and in the dark We need more worry and more distraction to keep the anxious feelings at bay. So what we do is it's a snowball effect, right? The more we disregard them, the more we keep pushing them down, the more they want to come up because they're collecting down there in the subconscious, believe me. This is a perfect place to entertain meditation. Meditation or quiet time, prayer time or simply call it being time. There was a time and a place in life where we used to go on a train for a long train ride and you would look out the window. You would have being time. You were just there. You saw what you saw. We don't really have a lot of that anymore due to our um, amazing electronics that can keep us plugged in and keep us so connected And so it is up to us again to carve out a little bit of that time that we can call meditation time, quiet time, prayer time, or being time. Letting our emotions come into the light of our meditation or prayer time, we are offered an opportunity to see them and not attach to them. They come up and we get to look at them. We look at them with curiosity and a neutral position. And then we let them go on. We don't need to grapple with them. They want to bubble up, be acknowledged, and let go of. It's the resistance of them, the keeping them in the dark, keeping them pushed down with more worry that keeps those emotions alive. And they require so much of our energy. Let them come up. Let them come up and let them go. I hope this has been helpful for you. Worry is a big part of anxiety and it's a big part that we can take control of. So if you have any questions about it, I hope you'll either join us over in our Facebook group or send us an email. You can send that email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Ask us anything. We're happy to answer. And now for today's quote. Worry is a misuse of the imagination. And that's by Steve Chandler. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.